Greetings, Flesh Wound Freaks, and welcome to Flesh Wound Horror Live. I'm the Macho Dan, Danny Savage, <laughs> and I'm joined here tonight by producer Todd. What's up? Bugs Dread. Oh, yeah. Namaste. <laughs> and Mike Kruger. Yeah. Welcome to Primetime, bitch. <laughs> I regret yeah. telling people to watch this show specifically <laughs> now. <laughs> Jesus Produce, Christ. Producer Todd fucked up behind the scenes. And now you got the macho Dan. He's checking out. Yeah. Yeah. Macho Dan. All right. Fucking Dan, get into the goddamn intro. Well. Yeah. All right. See, we're tonight because I knew I was going to call him at some point. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, and now I have the live gimmick. Yeah, Ty got to open his mouth. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> God, yeah, best show ever, Macho Dan. All right, guys. So, anyways, uh, I'm, uh, here's my problem. I'm stuck uh, doing being pissed and laughing. <laughs> I don't know which one I am. So anyways, one bleep, but other than that. Uh, oh, there'll be more ready to go. Uh, so, so yeah, you know, don't yeah. tempt me. Please <laughs> be It's bad enough I made myself do it. Cougar and Macho Dan, mega power. Don't kill it, Dan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're beating. You're beating the force. You're gonna sit on the verge. The right. the you're gonna seize right. her. Well, yeah, because he always. I got you. We're gonna hard. I'm gonna just do Macho Dan every show now. Uh, every uh, every square circle. Quit. Macho, Macho Dan. Macho I'll change Dan. the passwords. <laughs> Anyways, guys, we're here to talk hard tonight, so we'll. Uh, He's like, we'll why talk can't I horror. post in the horror channel? <laughs> uh, so, anyways. Uh, <laughs> We're here to talk hard tonight. We really are, I promise. And uh, we are got we? two reviews tonight. Two very different movies. We haven't talked about them together yet. So who the hell knows tonight? Two very different You movies. know. Uh, I may or may not know, Todd. I don't make assumptions about people. So, all right. Let's kick it off with... Uh, I feel it. I feel it. Kruger, Kruger's... 2023 favorite already already sealed in january and that is skin of a rink from writer director kyle edward ball and in this film it follows two children who wake up in the middle of the night to find their father missing and all the windows and doors in their home have vanished so a little <coughs> bit of background on this movie before we get into it um it's actually loosely based on the heck 28 minute short film from this director very similar you can watch that for free on the youtube channel bite-sized nightmares uh from the same director and it the genesis of this film he asked his subscribers to describe their nightmares uh from childhood i believe and that Walk more or less movie? led to to skin a marine <laughs> Uh, so this film, experimental, doesn't even begin to describe it. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is the most experimental of experimental film. Uh, it's got a total analog film look. You never get a clear 
view of any of the characters. It's all essentially told through dialogue, muffled dialogue at times, I should say. Uh, I'm going to just say this. Whether you love this film or hate it, I think everybody will have to admit it works better as a short. Uh, I, I, I think even people that enjoy it. <laughs> for our viewers, for our listeners who cannot see, I just posted what should probably have been the original poster for this. And its title is Pretentious Bullshit. Misspelled, but uh, that's even funnier. Even better. So, uh... <laughs> no, you, well, mean, you know what? It's not misspelled, that. motherfucker. Look again. <laughs> All right. Uh, so this one's tough because I actually watched this twice because this is one I, I just I, I needed to make sure where I was at. I understand that. <laughs> it is. I'm going to make some recommendations before it is ambiguous as fuck. Your guess is not a recommendation. Um, <laughs> there are fewer things scarier than a kid trapped in the dark, let alone trapped with an evil entity. Or was he? I will say you might have a little more glimpse into the movie. Maybe if you watch the heck short, maybe, maybe not. Um, I didn't love this movie. I, I really did not I was gonna um, hate you so bad. <laughs> I didn't. I'm telling you right now. I didn't hate it either. But I you didn't, didn't love it. That's all. I'm fine with that. I did not love it. It it. There is something there. There's the, these moments where uh, I think the line like put the knife in your eye. You know, there's just like there's the standalone moments that are actually pretty fucking creepy. It's just there's no narrative <laughs> to yeah. bring out a character. Sure. Yeah, there there are put the knife in your eye. That was you know, a Slipknot fan. Alone moments where it's like really creepy. But yes, unfortunately, this had no business being a feature length film and that's the issue with this i think there's still might be something there if you're in an, an altered state which i'm not no nope. and uh <laughs> but uh you know what this is one of these these movies it is really divisive <clears throat> there are some reviews out there that insist it's the scariest movie they've seen in a long time um and Good what's fucking you. scary about it I should have went with my having to watch it again. The idea doesn't isn't you don't remember being a kid wondering what's down a dark hall. I mean, you know, yeah, not for fucking almost two hours. I don't. (laughs) This shit was like ten minutes at best. I'm not praising the movie, Tad. I'm just saying it was. I this is the first time. (laughs) I I fucking feel it coming. I was in a movie theater, and I was like. I think I'm just going to fucking leave. <laughs> but I didn't because I'm not a quitter. I'm a fucking trooper. <laughs> but I was like, all right, 40 minutes in, there's two. <laughs> all right. About an hour and a half. <laughs> uh, I, I think I saw five people leave. One came back, so I'm assuming they got some Pepsi here. <laughs> I said Pepsi. <laughs> well, that's what that movie deserves. A fucking Pepsi. <laughs> did you did you fill them in on what the plot developed? You know, I will or... tell you, I've never been done with the movie, and I like and I don't know about your theater. Did it just leave you sitting in the fucking dark? Or did the lights dim? Because the credits are it's 
Oh, well, never mind. The credits just go, and then you know how the credits just end. Yeah. So my theater left me in the fucking pitch black. <laughs> <laughs> These fucking cocksuckers. Man. It's timered. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a big gap. Kind of just ends. Yeah, but it's it's supposed to fucking when the credits are done, it's supposed to know. Yeah, for normal movies, Todd. <laughs> I will also say there are hints to what might be going on. I mean, there's not I, much of a story, but and there's not two hours. Left, I, but I I wanted to pull the people. As they were leaving, but I didn't do it. I I, I wanted to just ask, him, do you like it? Am I? <laughs> I stopped that one. Yeah. Trigger. Well, um, five big stars. Shock, big shock to everybody, uh, I'm sure. But I actually dug it. Um, there is. Uh, no, I'm not even faving you. All right, so like. There is a certain feeling that this made me feel that I hadn't felt since I was a little kid. And it brought me back to these times where I'd wake up and it brought me back to this, these times where I'd wake up in the middle of the night and my dad and my stepmom would uh, have gotten into a fight or something. They both left the house and I'm stuck in the house alone as a little kid, pitch black. You know, at the time I didn't have a fucking cell phone and trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. And that really, it just reminded me of that scared feeling of being a kid and the whole, and the whole movie just, I, I, I can't even really call it a movie. It just feels more like a immersive experience. I will agree with you guys. There's times where it dragged and I, you know, was clock watching a little bit, but that little final bit we got with all the, creepy imagery and the faceless people and stuff i don't know it just it it worked for me and uh i was also like throughout the story i was interested enough of trying to you know uncover the mystery of what happened with these kids and these parents uh so i I do have a couple of fan theories of what actually went down uh maybe we could talk about it briefly in spoilers because i'm sure you guys don't want to spend more any more time on this thing but um yeah i i thought i thought it was uh you know decent for what it was uh and i commend it for you know at least trying something different but i do think like if this was a found footage style movie it may have worked a little bit better i think the way they did it with you know just having various shots of the house and you know the camera set up here the camera set up here i think with that maybe people were expecting you know a little bit more when it comes to the characters and all of that you know the fact i think with a lot of people the fact that you never see any of the characters or ever get a good shot of them is going to bother them because you can't really be invested with characters that you haven't seen i've seen that complaint but i don't know man just something something about the creepiness of just growing through this house as a little kid not knowing where your dad is and your mom's acting all weird you're trying to stay away from her now like it 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 brought me back to the fear of being in that waking up in the house alone in pitch black you can empathize with kids i mean you know you may not see them but you know the windows the toilets disappearing all this crazy shit there yeah. is a good idea just that that's have been that's the thing though because i long. do agree that there are cool ideas but i would have preferred this in a more traditional uh storytelling way because i'm i want i'm on the line with todd here uh i felt like first hour i was like i'm suffering through this maybe it will pay off and i liked two images out of that i've seen out of this whole fucking fiasco uh, uh, do I, I get where you guys are coming from? Cause, but you're, that's cause you're, you're using your brain for a head cannon and 
put, putting in things that might be there, might not be there, but like, oh, this is a familiar feeling. I'm drawn to this for some reason. I think that's cool, but it's a big ass fat no for me, dog. I, I don't like this. But the last image, pretty cool. I'll use that as like a cell phone uh, lock screen. <laughs> one th- one thing I'll say too that uh, about this was that I do think if it, you know, I haven't seen the short, but I'm sure the sh- if the short is similar, it may be more effective because having an hour and, you know, 30 minute time or what, what, what did it clock in? Around 90 minutes, right? Hour 40. Yeah. And I, in the theater for some. Yeah. I think, I think that's, that's kind of a big ask, but, yeah. um, <laughs> but uh, maybe if they would have trimmed it down to like, you know, maybe like a 70 minute film it would have been more effective one thing i do that i will rewatch this though and i want to get like a vr headset to fully like immerse myself into the world i think that could be really cool not a movie to watch with an audience i think really one turn your lights off and there there may be something there for you obviously i'm i want to like it i i can't quite get there it's the snobby re- it's cool yeah oh my god i yeah not giving it a good review, god damn it. How I know, but it's, it's a snob in you that's like, this is weird, I should like it, but it's it different. <laughs> and that's I, why, that's not a fucking reason. Well, I anyway. spelled it right this time. Uh, so I, <laughs> I like <laughs> it. <laughs> I like the idea of it more than the movie. I, I, I wish, I wish. I want the station version of this. I have two uh, want to timestamp that? <laughs> <laughs> I have two uh, suggestions for you guys, uh, actually, on this one, which is similar, not exactly similar, but I would say check out uh, Shinya Tsukamoto's Tetsuo Iron Man, different film, but if you want experimental that you might enjoy more. Well, that one's one's entertaining. Yeah, that's just a batshit good time. Absolutely. Uh, But also I would throw out a little less lesser known begotten from 1989 oh shit you're right yeah that's a good one director e Eilat e elias uh mary i never can say his right name his name right but he's the director of shadow of a vampire um, that one got overhyped for me so that, that one in bunny games kind of like I, I everyone kept sucking his dick and i saw it too late i was like it was all right bunny games left me underwhelmed yeah Yeah. both of them did for me it's like stop hyping it up let me just see it begotten's dialogue free it's got the grainy look it's very experimental you might get a little bit more out of that uh certainly while i mean shinya sukamoto uh i think there's a budget version of his box set now i could be mistaken on that but i have the original box set holy shit what a set uh dive into his catalog in general so so yeah who would have thought i would have never thought uh kruger would be the one uh i can it's a haunted house experiment like like he feels like walking i don't think you'd like without... it kruger i really yeah. didn't I, dude honest you. honest to god like i uh, i didn't think i was gonna like it either especially from what i was hearing uh before you know i went to go see it but yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just uh, it, it hit home for me with my fucked up childhood. So. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, so let's go ahead and rate this one then. Uh, so I guess I'm as close to the middle on this one as anybody. So I'll, I'll go first. And I, I huh. if you're in the two middle, and a half. I was gonna say, is that two and a half? It, there's still something there. It just, it just doesn't work as a feature-length film. And 
Pugs. Maybe just a little I, more story. I just like that. I like that Dan's being kind today. That good job. Uh, I am a half star for having the balls to fucking ask to be released in widescreen cinema. <laughs> You're fucking nuts. Half star out of five. <laughs> Mr. Kruger. Kruger? Um, I'm a three out of five. All right. So I had to leave my fucking house. <laughs> Watch this piece of shit. No offense, Kruger. No worries. <laughs> and He's like, I want stars taken away. Yes, <laughs> I, I do. John acting like the Macho King. Turning <laughs> heel. It's hurting my voice. I think that'll be good. good. Yeah. Let me get, let me get Michael Douglas. Oh, I'm a big zero. <laughs> Jesus <you> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So we'll see where we fall on this other film. This one could be could split people too potentially. I don't know. And that is the Peacock <laughs> original from Bloomhouse and Miramax. Sick uh, from director John Himes. And in this, and written by Kevin Williamson of yeah. uh, Scream fame. So in this one, due to the pandemic, Parker and her best friend decide to quarantine at the family lake house alone, or so they think. Uh, so John Himes, if you're unfamiliar, of course, son of Peter Himes, all that great John Claude Van Damme goodness. Shout out, sudden death, uh, best action star of all time by far. And uh, yeah, so uh, uh, sorry, John Himes also directed the last two Universal Soldier films, which are actually really good, and you should check them out. Uh, kind of, uh, I think even you might like them, Kruger. A little pretty violent, actually. Or even uh, I might like those, Dan. This is true, but Kruger may not have seen them. I know you saw. No, them. no, I, I know, but it's something that's Van Damme, and I'm saying, yeah, I like well, Van. It. You can't go wrong with Van Damme. Oh, here we go. Van Damme uh, and fucking Macho Man the same night. Jesus Christ! <laughs> absolutely. Uh, so you just got a heart. I, I know. <laughs> I'm just uh, trying well, not to feed the ego. <laughs> Well, wait, I went first last time. Sorry. Hot tag, uh, whoever wants to go. Um, I could go. So for me, this movie uh, had a really strong opening scene that got me excited because it was a very scream style chase scene. And I love that stuff. But as time went on and we spent time and we got with the main characters that we follow throughout the story, I just found them extremely annoying and unlikable in a way to where like I wanted to see horrible things happen to them and the kills and just the killer in general. Uh, after that opening scene, I just found him kind of lackluster. Uh, I, I wanted to <coughs> like what they were going for more with, you know, the whole pandemic angle, but I don't know what it was. Just this one didn't really work for me. Uh, I, I think the killers look too, and the fact that the kills were just kind of light and weren't anything, you know, super creative or fantastic, it kind of made this movie a uh, drag. And, you know, it isn't a long movie. It's less than 90 minutes. But by the end of it, I was getting pretty checked out. And, you know, there's a there's a nice, 
you know, little twist that we got at the end that should have worked way better for me because I thought the idea there was good, but I was so checked out with the story and stuff that I just kind of wanted the movie to end and it really didn't have any effect on me. So overall, you know, I'm, I'm, I love slashers, but I'm picky, especially when they don't have a killer that I think looks cool or have good gore. So uh, what was left without, you know, having those two things just, it didn't add up for me. Mm, all right. Well, for me, I think this is kind of shot like an SVU episode without the cops. And so like, it felt a little more real, which is why the killer seemed like, you know, just plain black. I don't know. I kind of like, I like that a lot. Um, Shit, I forgot my other fucking train of thought. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is me quite a bit. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Uh, I I like I I like the realism, even though it was like hyper realism with the shaky cam and stuff. Like just the simplicity of this plain clothed killer and these simple knives and stabbing weapons. Terminator. Um, I I dug it. I thought it was fun, and I did not like those girls. But I did find I did find some sympathy for him. But that twist, I I laughed and I was like, "Fuck, you guys just lost me!" And they found a way to bring me back in a little bit. So I don't think I wasted my time. I I like this one a lot, a, a lot, shockingly, because I I was expecting like, "Oh, this is probably gonna suck ass," and then that opening scene was pretty freaking hard. That that yeah, that was very scream esque. I, now, I let, me, yeah. let me ask you, Pugs. Did you start liking it before you saw the writer's name? No, okay. I didn't even pay attention. I look back after. I try. Okay, I tried not no, no. to. Yeah. So yes, you liked it before you saw the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pretty cool. How about you, Todd? Um, I also like. I kind of was worried because Kruger, you know, kind of tipped his hand with me, and um, but it, it actually makes sense because it is a slasher and he, he's a little extra protective. <laughs> I thought you were actually gonna complain about the lack of numbers. Oh, like body count? Well, but the body count, uh, you know, that, that that does make a difference for me, but mainly just kills in general. You can have a low body count. I mean, fuck, what is Texas Chainsaw Massacre? What, three people, four people? But the kills are memorable as hell, so, you know, I absolutely adore that movie. All right. No, I was, I, but I did think that was going to be one thing that jumped out to you because I noticed it. But, yeah, I, I like the story. It, it was, I mean... Some people just don't like it, the fact that it's set in quarantine and they just don't want to think about it. But I had no issue with that. It, I, I thought it was a, a decent little slasher. Missed those days. Yeah. Uh, Dan, how bad did you hate it? Before I, I give my review, no. would you all have liked it even more if uh, Dr. F were revealed as the killer? You whores are going to take the jab one way or another. <laughs> huh? No? Dr. No sell my joke? Dr. F. Who's that? I don't know if you're allowed to make fun of him. He's the science. But, uh, yeah. You know Dr. Fa- Dr. Fauci, you son of a bitch. Come on. Oh, well, yeah. Now, when you say his name, I know who you're talking about. Dr. F. You whores are going to take the jab. I, I had a great... That was gold, and you just no-sold me, Doc. Uh, don't not not you, Dan. And I'm still no-selling uh, Don't worry, it. Dan. I, I won't catch this either. I won't cut this either. Don't worry. Yeah. Damn but it. Anyway. I said stone face for nothing? <laughs> <laughs> The take the jab one liner would have been got it, dude. Awesome, but uh, but anyways, <laughs> well, now that you explained it, see, yeah. I mean, Dan, 
I am the science, you whores. Uh, anyways. Uh, what the fuck is what going on? I'm, I'm being funny tonight, Todd. I'm funny. I'm in a happy mood. But anyways. So That's what I was thinking, too. Kevin Williamson, most overrated name in horror as far as I'm concerned. There's nothing special about Kevin Williamson. Um Obviously, you know, look, the Bloomhouse name, you know it's going to be a softer slasher. There's no heavy gore. There's no certainly no nudity. Um, but, all right, so this is kind of a, a 50-50 situation. Really cool opening. I actually like stuff set in this time because this is April 3rd, 2020. I believe we open up yeah. on this film. Very strange time. Very strange time. And you can all kind of put yourself forever the rest of our lives we will remember that that specific period where things were really getting crazy um and uh well it was a little crazier before then but um so i thought good opener this is a more suspense driven slasher i really actually enjoyed our lead uh gideon adlon who plays parker i thought she was really good she's awesome uh yeah i think uh a lot of potential. If you're single, for... hit me up. <laughs> there you go. Um, so I had a lot of uh, fun with it to a point, and I did not like the reveal towards the end. I think this movie gets really stupid and shits the bed. Uh, that's that's the issue, and it kind of telegraphs it. That's the one downside between the poster art, the opening. Like I knew exactly where they were going with this with the killers. And that's kind of an, an, an issue. It's not that hard to figure out, uh, you know. But that turning point, Dan, you didn't chuckle a little bit? Not really. Oh, I just okay. thought it was all kind of lame. Um, I, I mean, <laughs> I again, I like the idea of it. I just don't think the execution. Also, shout out uh, Mark Menchaca, who's in the film, who was uh, also in uh, Alone, which John Himes also directed. He's been great in that movie. Uh yeah, it's it's weird. I really liked it up until that point. It really solid suspense. Uh, I was like, man, am I gonna actually is is uh, Bloomhouse gonna gonna get me a, a, again? Which is rare. It makes I sense. Think. He likes the Miramax half. I I approved in, <laughs> and it, it's it just doesn't work. I I did. It turns into kind of sort of a comedy. And I just wasn't really yeah. laughing. The fire scene, maybe I chuckled a little bit. But, um, I mean, Kevin Williamson is not a good writer. Sorry. Some people, not like he's not. It's not. Scream is not. Scream is a movie that just got fucking lucky as far as I'm concerned. It's Jesus not Christ. that good. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I wish it had maintained its momentum. And it does not, unfortunately. So fuck Kevin Williamson. Okay. <laughs> That's how I'll end it there. I think you're fucking on crack, but anyways, uh, did everybody go? Everybody uh, yes, went. We everybody yeah, went. So I can redo the whole review as the logic no, again. If you no, want. we're good. <laughs> fucking, uh, why don't we rate this then? All right. Kruger, what say you? I'm a two out of five. Oh, okay. I am a... Yeah, fuck it. I'm gonna give it a four. Four out of five. That was good. I am actually also four out of five. I did have fun with it. Yeah. 
I had I had enough fun with it to a point that I will give it a, a generous two and a half, but I it does fall apart for me. So it's a generous two and a half. All right. There you spoilers, go. right? Oh uh, uh, yeah, do we have spoilers? I uh, just a little thing for Skin and Marink. Won't take more than like five minutes, yeah, but I just yeah. want your guys' opinion on something. Okay. I mean, is it is it really spoilers or is it's, it more it's theory? A, it's, it, no, it's definitely a spoiler. Okay. Um, well, I'll do the spoiler wall then, just so we're safe. Or I could not, then y'all don't have to watch it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you've been warned if you don't want uh, skin of a rink spoiled. Uh, 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 um, so <laughs> what do you guys think actually happened? Because my theory is that the mom got possessed by some sort sort of entity and ended up killing the the kids and what we were seeing was them stuck in between heaven like between our realm and like a purgatory i got limbo vibes too but honestly i haven't really put much other thought into it yeah i'm in the same thing with that i mean i'm not sure they got into the mom's pill cabinet (laughs) Something oh, I don't know. Okay, uh, I would yeah. say there is that reference with the dad on the phone about uh, the kid hitting his head. So could be a concussed fever dream. <laughs> there's there's little hints that that That's might true. be his. Yeah, uh, but there's no definitive answer. <laughs> it's what you want to make out of it for sure. I mean, why would the kids be in limbo? I guess if you're going by biblical rules. You know. What are biblical rules? Well, kids don't generally. Well, like, you got to be baptized go to first if they're not. Limbo. If they're unbaptized, they are. They do. That's true if you get really old school with it. But uh, yeah, I magic. I don't know. Beyond that, that's just that's the only really clear hint to me with the. Uh, yeah. So, Sometimes so, there is no answer to some of this stuff, though. To be honest, <laughs> uh, I guess spoiler for uh, six. So I I got a kick out of when she said uh, when she was trying to get in the car. She's like, uh, "Your mask." That that fucking cracked me up. I, I, I that it took. That's when I was like, "You just ruined the fucking movie." Took me out of the moment. And then they did the obvious thing. I'm like, "Okay, I'm back in a little bit." That that <laughs> it, it was. It got me, man. I think that's the the thing, though, too. It's like you said; it's just it's so obvious. I kind of knew. I, I, I thought like, yeah, but that doesn't always like ruin it. everything. It it kind of did for me because then I just mm-hmm. thought like, okay, this co- this is a comedy now. It's not really working. It you it, know, it feel really for the mom trying to avenge. Them. Like, you, you put yourself in that position of the people that the that were attacking the the people that caused their kid to fucking die. You some someone just got popped doing the same thing in Australia. Like he broke the window of a doctor. Like that's totally real. I, I have no I idea. I get that shit in a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> I have no issues with the idea that somebody might do what they did, but I d- I don't know. They didn't sell it well enough. It's not the actor's fault. I mean, Jane Adams, very entertaining. Uh, Mark Menchaca, one of my favorite, not new actors, but I guess, you know, new breakout actors. The Retaliators, watch our interview. Yeah. With Coming out year. on Blu-ray next month. Yeah. Coming out on Blu-ray for only $12.99 next yeah. month. Um, 
yeah, Mark Menchak is fucking awesome. So it's this is just not my favorite of his work. But watch alone for Mark Menchak. A very simple, straightforward, super suspenseful movie. Uh, I think a lot better than uh, than than Sick personally. But like I said, I didn't. I, I guess I I can't say I totally hate it though because it was very good, surprisingly good up to a point. It just you know yeah, yeah, dies. Yeah. Yeah, mm. didn't stick it. Felt more true crime to me, even though you know it's just hyper hyper stylized or hype. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. Fuck it. Spoiler rules. <laughs> Damn. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Two uh, very different but interesting reviews, if nothing else. I, I think these will be mixed. The both of these movies. I haven't talked to enough people who've. Uh, Anybody really that's seen sick, but I've talked to a couple that have watched uh, Skin and Rink that so far do not like it. I haven't found that person outside of us that uh, or a Kruger that that you know kind of went to bat for it. But I'm sure they're out there. I I, I, I mean I, I'm not even going to bat for it. I fully understand the criticisms but just something mm. about it and, and there's one thing actually i saw ben Grimm bring this up too it mm. re- also reminds me of some of those weird viral videos like those spooky viral videos that would have like go through the rotation of like certain youtube channels um mm. i know we got a lot of those like around like 2012 ish and just mm-hmm. uh, it was just creepy videos that you know to scare you know audiences and stuff, and it reminded me of that. So I don't Which know. Which are There's... shorter too. That's oh no, like... for sure. Yeah, yeah. I got I saw it compared to Creepy Pasta a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we are all going to the World's Fair is another one. Uh, maybe I'd rather compared. watch that again. I don't know about that one, brother. <laughs> um. Yeah, that, that, I, that, I fucking that, hated that movie. I think that double feature might make a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do I have to cut that out now? Dude? Unalive yeah, yeah, you have to. Yeah. You and I have to agree. Damn it! But you can say unalive, and you understand why we're fucking recording this one early. Yeah, I behaved. I knew I was. It was going to happen with me, and I and I was still pretty good. If we would have recorded this yesterday. <laughs> but we give this if, if you think we did a good job on this show give us five stars in the comments or you can just give me five stars if you're a macho Dan fan well if you were a ma- you, then you know it should be three stars you dumb son of a bitch five stars but five stars all right, I'm I'm gonna do. Well, no, I, I guess don't I you start do doing Booker, Booker T. T. Yeah, don't nah, you start doing do Booker. T. This this is why well, we're never bringing SCS back. Because this is what happens. We do it yesterday. Now you would shut the fuck up, <laughs> Macho Man. All right, so promotion patreoncom slash features where you get more of this. Maybe more of the ooh, Macho Dan. Possibly, you'll we'll see. It all starts at just a buck. So uh, we appreciate your support very, very much. Shout out to uh, Orc. Became a $10 patron. Thank you so much, Fuck Orc. yeah, Orc. Thank yeah, you. Thanks, man. Well. Uh, any new patrons I'm missing, I know Swaggy G is a, a newish one. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out Swaggy G. And all of our patrons, we love you very much. And on that note... Yeah, tune into the best of 2022 show, which will be very, very thorough. And tomorrow, absolutely. And that is all I've got. All right. 
Well, gentlemen, Dan, say goodnight. Snap into a Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Elizabeth. I was waiting on Todd, but yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. I'll see you in Disneyland. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.